0: Hey, welcome everyone! Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By, and this is our Street Smart Spirituality Hour. Um, wow, I'm a little nasal. I got a little cold thing going on, but thank goodness I'm not going to be singing on American Idol tonight. Uh, it's, I know Madeline's in the background laughing, uh, but we are getting ready to have a show that will blow you away. We're going to be uh, also opening up phone lines so you can connect with my very special guest today. I have to tell you, I, I, I met my guest uh, a number of years ago, and I've had the honor and the privilege of not only uh, knowing her personally, but uh, watching her grow and blossom as she has been doing her own radio show and has connected with thousands and thousands of people. And she's joining me here today uh, because we have got a show that is going to blow you away. Madeline Gerwick is my guest today. She is an internationally recognized business personal astrologer, speaker, and author. If you ever have been in front of her in the middle of one of her talks, you, you, you pretty much are on the edge of your seat waiting to hear not only what she has to say, but what the planets have to say, what's going on in our world. She has also been listed in several Who's Who's books, including Who's Who in the World and Who's Who in America. Uh, She annually writes a good timing guide. We're going to talk about that tonight, what that is in an astrological business planner, and is much more. And so she's joining me here today for a full hour of what lies ahead. You know, what are we doing between the years 2000 and 2040, and what does your chart Say as you get through and look at going through some incredible times, Madeline. Thank you so much for joining us here today.
1: Oh, I'm thrilled to be here.
0: Is this a little weird now because you have your own radio show and so now it's like <laughs> I don't
1: know. It is a little different. You know, I I love having a radio show. It's one of my favorite things of the whole week. And, and but this is even a real treat for me.
0: All right, so I want to ask you this question. You know, I I always read these bios, and it's really kind of interesting to kind of read the bio and and look at uh, what people are doing, but I always love when people describe for themselves what they do. How would you describe not only what you, quote, do, but your journey in getting here to do it?
1: Oh, boy. Yeah. I had a very interesting journey because I actually started off in business, and I started off in outside sales and and then went into marketing and all that time I was learning astrology. I studied astrology for about nineteen years before I took my certification test, which was an eight hour test. And and even after I took my eight hour test and got certified, I was still highly resistant to making the leap. And then one day I saw the uh, movie it was one of the Raiders movies. It was the movie where they were um, searching for the Holy Grail with uh, Sean Connery and Harrison. Oh Ford.
0: yeah, absolutely.
1: Well, you might remember that scene. You know, he's gone through all these trials and tests, and he's and all of them could have killed him, but he's he's still alive. And he gets to this enormous chasm, and he has to somehow get across to the other side to the cave where the uh, Grail, the Chalice, is in order to save his father's life and there's nothing there there's no bridge there's no way he can jump it and if he steps off into the abyss he's surely going to die right but he remembers the, the picture of a man walking across a rainbow and the choice he makes was to step out into the abyss and as he did the bridge appeared under his feet so that night, I dreamed that scene probably at least 50 times, uh, you know, that night. And I mean, over and over and over, over again? And over mean? and over and oh, over gee. again, the whole night. <clears throat> I woke up the next morning and realized that I was going to have to take my own leap of faith. And, of course, the scene actually described perfectly how the universe works in that we have to commit first before the universe shows you the support that it has there ready and available for us so so i you know i realized that i had to go and you know quit my job which was a very well paid marketing job for a large corporation and uh, and that i was going to have to take this leap of faith and probably within six to eight weeks of starting off to be a professional astrologer, I had replaced 50% of my income already.
0: Oh, you see? You see? And, you know, so many of us, Madeline, just just to comment on that, Yeah, you know, for me, I knew I was supposed to make the change, and I didn't.
1: <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, well, and, and before I actually uh, had that leap of faith, I actually uh, had an angina attack. Oh wow! Because you know, I was doing something that my heart wasn't into
2: anymore,
0: and, and uh, that'll and bring I was, you to your knees.
2: <laughs> and I, I was,
1: I was, you know, totally uh, terrified of, of making that leap of faith. But of course, after that, and after seeing the movie, I realized, boy, I'm going to have to do this. I just have to do it. There's no, no way around it. You just have to take that leap of faith and go. (laughs) Yeah, or
0: suffer the consequences of it. You know, and in my case, I didn't take the leap.
2: Uh And
0: so, you know, for whatever timing, you know, people have looked at my chart and they've said, oh, you know what you were doing this time? You know where the planet Uranus was? And I said, well, no, where? Well, it was in your house of career.
1: Oh, (laughs) right. (laughs) And I
0: got to know up close and personal what that meant. But that's because I didn't do what you did. You know, I I knew that I had to make a change, but honestly, um doing that was it scared me to death.
1: Yeah, it it is scary. It is scary, but you know, when we know that we're on the right track and we and we step out there, you know, the universe is either there with a bridge or a parachute or we're going to learn how to fly, one of the three. <laughs> 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 you know, and so so uh, there's always support there for us, and we just don't realize it until after we take that leap of faith.
0: Well, and, you know, here you are now. You know, you've, uh, you're the co-author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Astrology.
1: Yes. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and that are- was another very unusual situation because uh the year before, I published my very first Good Timing Guide, and I could see in my own cycles, and my own chart, that, I was going to get published the next year, and I thought, "Boy, my good timing guy is going to get picked up, and somebody's going to publish it." But no, <laughs> someone came and asked me to write the complete idiot's guide to astrology, and I was just frankly astonished. <laughs> and that's that's what happened, you know. And and we wrote that book. Um, I, I would say we started in probably late January, and it was on the shelves at stores in late November.
0: Well, and, you know, that's just one way that um, the universe conspires for a greater good. Sometimes we think we have all the answers. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, right. And, yeah, like me doing a radio show, where was that in anything I sat and planned to do? Uh, And it had to be such an act of universal strength and proportion that, you know, I, I, I transpose a number and here I am and I dial into my first internet radio show. But part of this is knowing that um, from an astrological point of view and from the work that you do at the Good Timing Guide, you know, there is a method or there is a pattern or there is something we can point to. How How has that been both a gift for you knowing all that and a challenge?
1: Well, it took me quite a while to realize... And I I want to say I learned this at a conference uh, from another astrologer, and he was talking about uh, religion and astrology. And he was making the point that in in the Bible, you know, there's some kind of comment about, you know, not going to astrologers. And the reason it was in there was because at that time it was considered, I want to say almost profane, but certainly inappropriate. To consider your cycles to be more important than the cycles of the day. Oh, you see, the 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 uh, cycles of the day were considered to be the divine plan of the day. So that's what the universe had in mind. You know, everybody's supposed to get in alignment behind whatever this plan of the day is, or the month. (laughs) You know, and and get behind it and and carry it out to the best of their ability. That's what's known as divine will. And so the planets were just a tool or a method of being able to look and see what the divine will or the divine plan of the day was. And so that's when I finally started looking a lot more closely at daily things. And I realized as I was watching things at work that literally I was... Just watching the cycles of the day unfold in front of my eyes
0: you know and when we put all this together you know what is the brilliance that we can take away from it
1: Well it's easier to work in harmony with the universe <laughs> that's my take on it It's a lot easier to know what time it really is and uh, to really um, to, to really honor that. Time and, and to know, you know, hey, this is not the right time to start something new. This is a good time to, to push forward and, and do something important. This is a good day for promotion. This is not a good day for promotion. You see, when we, have, when we know these kinds of things, and, and the universe is always t- kind of trying to wake us up and say, hey, guess what, <laughs> you know, this is what time it is. <laughs> and our ancestors, of course, at least followed the moon, cycles, and so they knew a lot about what phases and what time it was and things like that. Just a simple moon cycle, you know, new moon to full moon is when you're basically trying to start new things, and at the first quarter, you get the first challenge to something that you're starting. And it's not a time to give up. It's usually a time to push through it and, and make it stronger. And then at the full moon, is when things come to light. And so you start to see the big picture at the full moon. So salespeople, for example, can use that by realizing that a few days before and after the full moon, almost all decisions are gonna get made around that time. Major decisions, major buy decisions will get made around that moon, just in that full moon just because it's instinctive for us to finally you know, we get the full picture and then we say, Oh, okay, this is what what the situation is, and we make the decision. And then, you know, there's a last quarter moon, uh, or a third quarter moon, it's also known as a third quarter, and that's a phase where we're actually having a crisis in consciousness, so we're actually kind of going within at that point and figuring out, did this work, did that work, how did it go on the last go-around, it's not a good time to start something new during third or last quarter, and then you come back around again to the new moon and it's time to get going again. But I always caution people to wait at least a day or two until you can see the moon in the sky and then start something new.
0: Well, you know, we're talking about cycles right now yes. and, you know, the work that you've done. And I want to mention the Good Timing Guide. And we're going to talk about the Good Timing Guide and the newsletters that you put out. I also want to mention to everyone that we're going to be taking your calls today and uh, Madeline will be addressing very specific questions you have, and you're going to need some information in in calling. So let's let our listeners know up front so they can kind of get ready what information they should be pulling together.
1: Okay, now if they would like a personal question about their life, then I need their date of birth, their time of birth, and this is really, really important, and the location they were born, that's a city and state. And if I can also answer questions about the economy uh, from an economic standpoint, my degrees in economics, and I've combined that with astrology to provide businesses and and individuals information about the trends, business and economic trends.
0: Well, let's talk about that, because, you know, this is... Uh, it's such an incredible combination of talent right here that we're <laughs> talking about uh, and you know what's interesting is how you look at the cycles I mean some people scratching their heads right now and wondering what is going on in the economy. But when you look at it, you look at it, not necessarily with what's going on, but what is the relationship astrologic from the astrological point of view that can point to some of these patterns and trends. And we're kind of getting, we're in a biggie, aren't we?
1: Yes, we are in a biggie. And, and we're in several biggies, actually. <laughs> and and the uh, interesting thing about this period, and I'm going to define this period to be between 2000 and 24. Uh-huh. is that we're changing to an entirely new type of an economy. So we've had, for, since 1841, we had what was called an earth economy. And that's an economy that's based around things like agriculture and manufacturing and services and financial products. And now we're changing to what's known in astrological terms as an air economy. And this is things that are based on information, data, uh things like transportation, relationships, technology, innovation uh, very very different from what we've had in the past and so it's um, you know we're going through uh, you know the usual hiccups that uh, occur when you make that kind of a major transformation right and and there's a certain uh, social revolution going on with it as well uh, which, We all see, uh, you know, it's out there with the Internet. Um, How many newspapers and media are owned by the same, you know, conglomerates, and yet now uh, large numbers of people get their information off the Internet?
0: Well, incredible numbers uh, of people. Right. Uh, You know, I'm basically looking at... Just to give you a statistic, just for the heck of it, Okay. the uh, demographic, because BBS Radio pops up their demographics, they have a demographic page, by the way.
1: How nice. And they
0: post a lot of information. But, you know, when you go look at the the fact that in February, BBSradio.com had 10,365,497 hits. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of people plugging (laughs) in. I mean, these statistics go on and on and on, of course. You know they go on by country and so forth but right right, right, yeah you know so the internet yes. in, in and, and and you know we may get some callers tonight from different parts of the world
1: yes, exactly but yes. The, you
0: know, but this is all part of you know what is coming together, and some of these cycles, as I've heard you say, are pretty rare, and yes. so I want to mention to our listeners that you know as we're continuing to talk um uh, about these cycles, I want to encourage you to give us a shout. If you've got a comment, if you've got a question uh, for Madeline, if you want a personal reading then uh, just make sure you have your birth date, place of birth, and time of birth available and you'll be able to call the toll-free number which is 877-876-5227 877-876-5227 and we will bring you up so you can connect directly with Madeline. But Madeline, when we look at this and we look at these cycles and, you know, the fact that you have this 2008 Good Timing Guide, what in the heck is going on when we look at these four rare cycles?
1: Okay, now, um, there are four rare cycles, and I just want to mention that that part of the information is not in my Good Timing Guide. That's in my newsletters. (laughs) Right. Just to give people, uh, so they're not confused. The Good Timing Guide itself is giving you a color coded guide uh to each day, so you can see it's there's a different uh right it's set up for different activities and and you can see which activities are green or yellow or red <laughs> so between
0: the good that's timing right. guide and your newsletters, we've got it all covered
1: yes, that's exactly <laughs> right yeah, so back to the four rare cycles, they actually began. December 11th we had our last one of those
0: four cycles. Oh that's cycles. my birthday.
1: Oh that's right. Yes. <laughs> Your birthday to March 7th. Okay, so we had four rare cycles that occurred within 90 days of each other and they hadn't occurred in either hundreds or thousands of years. So that's
0: how That's like a that's that's a, wow.
1: That's how rare the time period is that we're in. It's just incredibly rare.
0: Well, and we're going to talk about that as we connect with our listeners today. It certainly doesn't take long to bring folks on. Let's go right to the phones. Um who do we have on the line here?
2: This is Donna.
0: Hi Donna, welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh I want to connect you with Madeline and uh she's going to she's going to work with you directly and then we're going to give you lots of information about how you can find out more on her website. So Donna, Madeline. Hi
1: Donna. Hi. How can I help you?
0: Um, basically,
2: I would like a reading.
1: Oh, okay. Tell me your um, birth date.
2: I was born 2 54
1: Okay. February 28, 1954. Okay. Right. What time were you born? 9-01-AM. 9-01-AM. Okay. Where were you born?
2: Pueblo, Colorado.
1: Okay.
2: And where are you calling from now? I'm calling from Netherland, Colorado in the mountains. Got it.
1: Okay. And now, um, let me just, what kind of a question do you have?
2: I, I've got a question about um, my work. I'm starting a new business, in a multi-level marketing business, and it, it has to do with uh, health and wellness. Okay. And it's, it, you know, it's been around for like 24 years, and I'm just wondering, you know, what in my chart does it say about, you know, me starting a new business?
1: Okay. Now, just hold on one second here because I'm having a little, a couple of challenges here with my software, <laughs> and I'm just pulling up your chart with the transits of today so that I can see what's happening here. Now, you're starting a a multi-level type business for health and wellness?
2: Yes. Actually, I started it about um, two years ago. Got it. Okay.
1: All right. Well, what I see coming up here for you fairly soon is uh, that it looks like you're going to get a promotion of some sort, which if you have your own business, this this can mean that your own business is growing and getting a big boost, uh, either from a promotion uh, or somebody Mm. giving you, you know, like you might do a press release or something like that and and pick up some publicity.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: or you might be advertising, or you might be in a trade show, but I, I would definitely, between now and, let's see, um, I'm just going to check to see when this is going to be exact, and it's not going to be that long from now, so, um, this will be exact right around, 11th or 12th of April.
0: Okay. And so in your business though, I mean, if it, from a multi-level marketing point of view, I mean, there are many, many different ways to kind of move up the ladder up the network, right? Right. Right. Okay.
1: And so so there so whatever you whatever those options are, I I would be doing something between now and the middle of April to really uh push that to a new level.
2: Okay, great.
1: Yeah. It's looking very good.
2: Great. Thank you so
1: yeah. much.
0: Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Wow. We, you let calling. us know. I'd love to hear back from you about this. <laughs> okay, I will. That sounds awesome. Thank you so much for calling in. You're so welcome. Well, you know, I mean, that's that's part of, you know, what we're talking about here. You know, there's the individual perspective like we just, we just talked about, and then also there's the bigger picture. And, Madeline, what I love about what you do is how you combine both. <laughs> and, and that's what I think sets you apart. Let's make sure that our listeners um, have your website
1: okay. as well. It's uh, www.polarisbusinessguides.com, and that's P-O-L-A-R-I-S business spelled regular, guides with an S on it. dot com.
0: Okay. So getting back to our conversation, and I want to let everyone know that we'll be taking your calls throughout the show. As we continue to talk about these cycles, but I wanted to make sure that you all had an opportunity to connect with Madeline firsthand, and also to let you know that she will. She also does individual sessions, which are I think an hour or 90 minutes. Is that correct, Madeline? Yeah, it
1: depends on what a person wants. And I actually have some uh, 30-minute consultations. Available for love, money, or career. One of the three. (laughs) Okay, okay, or
0: all three if you want. (laughs) Well, you know, when we look at this, and starting on December 11th, I mean, it was really clear for a lot of people that are plugged in energetically that something was a shift.
1: Yes, a huge shift, yes. And so as of March 7th, which was last Friday, we actually started what I call a new game. And what happened in there was we had a winter solstice that no one has ever seen that line up for at least 26,000 years. Wow. So, it was extremely rare. And actually, nobody knows when the last time it actually occurred, you know, it ever happened. So, it's you know, we were in extremely rare cycles. But in the process of these four cycles, one of them was that Pluto moved into the sign of Capricorn in late January, on the 25th of January. And during that process, it actually had been opposed by Mars twice, uh, once back in September and then again in late January. Mars went uh, retrograde, as we call it, moved backwards and, and opposed it again. But before Mars could go forward and pass it one last time, Pluto said, sayonara, I'm moving off into Capricorn. And that changed everything. It changed the entire game. So the last time when Mars actually opposed Pluto last Friday, it was at zero degrees of cancer. Uh, Mars was at zero degrees of cancer opposite Pluto at zero degrees Capricorn. These are the most, zero degrees is the most potent degree of the zodiac for cardinal signs like Cancer and Capricorn and Aries. So it's an extremely impacting change. And my take on it is that the whole new game is going to be one where we actually develop a sustainable economy that. Heals and supports the earth and ourselves which of course we do not have at this moment not we're, really no we're off you know trying to destroy ourselves and the earth with you know toxins and other wonderful things I know. Yeah.
2: you think <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah so
1: you know it's very impractical from, from my perspective <laughs> but um, but uh, you know that's really what's going on and so a lot of changes are likely to happen over the next 16 years while Pluto is in the sign of Capricorn. Pluto represents it's the planet of transformation, death and rebirth. And Capricorn is the sign that is associated with all structures. It is associated with all businesses, all governments and even capitalism itself. So, we expect to see all of those things transformed during the time that Pluto is in Capricorn, and typically when you see this happen in the very beginning stages, what you're watching is the breakdown phase. So the economy is actually going through a breakdown phase at this point, and the cracks in the economy are showing up. So you're you're watching the subprime mortgage mess go from bad to worse. You're you're watching reinsurers, you know, not able to. Um, Maintain their insurance on a lot of these debts that are defaulting, and and you, you're watching municipalities unable to get their bonds sold, student loans not going, you know, not being sold, all kinds of problems in the financial markets are just you know rapidly showing up here.
0: Well, I mean, in and in the natural cycle of life, if we were to really look at this from that perspective as well. You know, sometimes we have to deconstruct something.
1: Yes, that's right. You
0: know what I'm saying? Exactly. It's a strange term, but I know my life had to be deconstructed so I could step out and do what I'm doing today.
1: Exactly right. And, and of course, I, I went through that, too. And, actually, this is very much like a house remodeling. But it's a little harder to keep track of, you know, because it happens over 16 years instead of maybe you know several months. <laughs> so, is
0: that how long now the, so let's talk about the 16 years because I think that's important for our that, listeners. That's how long to get.
1: Pluto's going to be in Capricorn. And so it'll be in there until 2024.
0: Now, how long was it in Sagittarius?
1: Um about that amount of time, 15 or 16 years. Okay. I can't recall the exact year that it went in, but it was right around the time that we had the O.J. Simpson trial. Okay. And um and so there was a lot of uh, interesting things that occurred with that trial because uh Sagittarius is also about the legal system, the health system, religion. And you saw a lot of transformation go on there with the Catholic Church and their situation with the priests and
3: <laughs> so on and right. so forth, <laughs>
1: you know, and so and we had the situation with Princess Diana and the paparazzi right. and the um publishing industry is represented by Sagittarius. Too. Right. So, yeah, there was a lot of things that happened, you know, with that.
0: Well, and you know, from a, from a personal point of view being, uh, uh, you know, Sagittarius being my sun sign, um, you know, when I look at that from my own personal life, and I look back into 1992, uh-huh. and, you know, the changes that occurred in that year for me, and what I decided to do, which was to go back to school, go back for a graduate, and then a doctorate, which, of course, you know, ended up in a dissertation and so forth and so on. I mean, so it's been interesting to see this. And so I'm often concerned, and this is what you're talking about now, now that Pluto's finished with Sagittarius, which I believe is my sun sign, Uh and is moving into my moon sign, (laughs) do I need to go out and, you know, get some therapy or what?
1: (laughs) That's a great question because uh, Pluto on somebody's moon is about transforming their emotional nature and usually when that transformation occurs it's to make us even more internally secure and so you know there's always various pieces of I I almost want to call it debris emotional debris from this lifetime or past lifetimes that we're carrying around with us, and we're doing it very unconsciously and so you know, anytime Pluto comes around to your moon, uh, it's a great opportunity to clear stuff out, declutter, raise your vibration, get ready for the ascension.
0: <laughs> well, and you know, and and so when we look at these cycles and what we're going through, I mean, it's kind of interesting that anybody that's listening to the show uh, right now. And I want to remind everyone that in addition to. You know, the conversation Madeline and I are having, my very special guest today, Madeline Gerwick joining me here. She is the author of The Good Timing Guide, and we're going to talk about that later on. But I want to mention to everyone that um, if you'd like to call in and have her take a look at your chart, if there's a question, especially something about finances, uh, although she covers all areas, this would be great to do on our toll-free number, which is 877-876-5227. And you'll need your... Um, Time of birth, your birth date, and your birthplace, in order for her to um, uh, get some information about you. But as we're looking at these cycles, you know, there are people that are scratching their head and saying, Oh, this is the worst of times. There are other people that are saying, Hallelujah, we're breaking this down so <laughs> we can get ready for the greater good.
1: Absolutely right. And it, of course, I have to say, this period of time probably will see the largest amount of change that we've ever mm. encountered. Wow. And part of that is just because of like one of the Mayan cycles, which has to do with the acceleration of time. So between 1999 and 2011, which is about 12.8 years, we're actually making the same amount of transformation in that 12.8 years that we made in the previous 254 years.
0: And I'll tell you, some days it, feel, it feels like that for me.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I've had weeks where, you know, Monday I wake up one person, by Friday I'm somebody else. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> or, you know, maybe it's that evening I'm somebody else. <laughs> you know, And and so change is happening at a very rapid rate. And this is actually also straining a lot of relationships because if people don't continue to grow at the same pace, you know, somebody can get left behind pretty easily. But uh, because these changes are occurring so rapidly, we actually have a lot of people who are in fear because change is not something that we're uh, necessarily calibrated to enjoy. <laughs> but actually many, many things do need to change in order for the world to work in a more peaceful and harmonious state. There are, there are many things that, that need to change. and. I would say that I'm seeing a lot of light being shed upon a lot of these issues.
0: Yes, yes. And, and I think that's worth, you know, taking a, a minute to yeah. to really talk about. You know, uh, there's the shadow, and then there's the light. On the one hand, and I did a show about this today, on the one hand, you know, we could remember a time when we were just to looking at how battered the earth is getting from, you know, what we're doing Now, uh, every time you turn around, there's something incredible. I interviewed the Green Chick yesterday. Oh, perfect! We're going to yeah. New York, and that's so there is this incredible thing that's going on, both uh, you know, positive, negative, or uh, you know, light and dark. But let's go to the phones real quick. I think okay. we have another caller. Who do we have calling in?
3: Hi, this is Anne from Michigan.
0: Hi, Ann. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Hey, let's get some information, or um, and or let's get a question from you.
3: Okay, well, I guess I just wanted to see generally what's going on with my charge okay. over the next over the next 6 months or, or Okay. Okay. So. Wh- what's your birthday? June 28th, 1955. June 28,
1: 1955. Okay. What time were you born?
3: 2:33 p.m.
1: Okay. And where were you born?
3: Pittsburgh.
1: Pittsburgh. Okay. And Let's see here. Let me get this up, and I'll take a look at your chart. Okay. So what kind of question do you have specifically about the next six months? That
3: Um, I guess if I could sort of split it, if it's possible, uh, maybe romance and business. (laughs)
2: <laughs>
1: okay, well, let me see what is and happening And if you're
3: lucky, you'll get a twofer <laughs>
1: Two for one what? Yeah, real lucky Yes, yeah. indeed Okay um, Let's see, in terms of romance, let me look here and see Actually, has anything happened
3: recently? Uh, I guess, what's your definition of
1: Recently Oh, I don't know within the last year, maybe
3: yeah, I'd say you're you're cutting it close, but yes
1: and and is there are you still uh engaged in that relationship
3: uh, that's a very good question it's uh spiritually, I think so
1: well, it looks like it's a relationship that is not meant to be long term no. It doesn't look like it's meant to be long-term. It's meant to bring you some fun and some joy and to perhaps uh, get you out a little more, out of yourself perhaps a little more, and bring some different energy to your life. Okay. But it's not probably. Did you ever see the movie Out of Africa? Yes. Okay. Now, do you remember how that romance was quite erratic? Painfully, yeah. And he would kind of, you know, show up at odd times and just, you know, out of the blue. Yeah. That's what this romance is like. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Does that happen? Is there some erratic piece to it? Yeah,
3: yeah,
1: yeah. Uh
3: huh. Yep. So if you,
1: so if you kind of remember that movie, you know, he died trying to, uh, Stabilize himself into that relationship Ugh. so you know it's, you know i I would just enjoy the relationship for what whenever the person is there. I would just yeah. enjoy it for that for whatever that you know whatever those moments are, but I wouldn't have expectations of longevity with it okay and and yeah. there's a gift in this relationship, so look for the gifts. You know, I even think though I it may not be long-term, you're going to learn something from this relationship. This person's going to bring you something that you need or really need to learn before you can move on to a longer-term relationship.
3: Yeah,
1: it's, it's like strangely. a stepping stone. Yeah,
3: no, I, I think I know exactly what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, so I, I would enjoy it to the max. This is a little bit like going to the carnival.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, in well, the sense that you know. You go off to the carnival, you have a blast, and then hey, you know it's over. <laughs> 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 that's the way it is, <laughs> yeah. you know. But but it's okay because you had a great time.
3: Yeah. No, it's just interesting the movie that you uh, pointed out. That's uh, it seems to be, I would say, point on.
0: Yeah, it's pretty incredible. Madeline is absolutely incredible, <laughs> and so I hope you get a chance to visit her website, and also, um, you know, we'll tell you more about her own radio show that she does. But yeah, actually, so how does this look moving forward? I mean,
1: um, it looks like it's still pretty uh, temporary. Like, there's still some time left on it, but mm-hmm. you know, it's it's uh, it's probably getting close to the end. Would you say?
3: When you say close to the end, like less than a year?
1: Yes, less than a year, I would say. Yeah. 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 But um, it's not impossible that uh, this person might show up again later. Uh, But, you know, for right now, I'd say that, uh, you know, he's probably going to um, take off. (laughs) That would be my guess. Okay. he'll, He'll take off. And one thing I'll just mention about some of these people is you know they come in, you have a great time, but they often have uh situations where they are emotionally um, it may have what I call fear of intimacy, so Eek. you see when you get too close, you see then that's when they take off, yeah, you see so and but you know people are changing. And uh, developing at a very fast rate now, so it's not impossible at some later point the person might show up again. But,
0: um, but that doesn't mean that there won't be another relationship. Yes, that's right. And
1: and it does look like you know there could be another relationship you know showing up as well. Yeah. Well, it's uh, I I have
3: to I have to say your uh, your reading was was. uh, Quite interesting. <laughs> <laughs> quite okay. interesting. And quite and uh uh you're good. Oh well. Thank good. You. Okay. Hey, <laughs> thank
0: thanks. You. Thanks for calling in. Thank well, you. Well thank
3: you. Bye bye now. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: Well, you know, we know Madeline's good. I want to mention to everyone my very special guest today, uh, Madeline Gerwick joining us here on the Doctor Pat show. This is our Street Smart Spirituality Hour. And um I also want to make sure that if you want to find out more about Madeline as well as get a copy of the good timing guide um, we want to encourage you to go to the website www.polarisbusinessguides.com uh or you can go to my website www.thedrpatshow.com t h e d r patshow.com you'll find out information links uh to Madeline's website information about her Friday show Because you have a Friday radio show.
1: Yes, and I love it. And this Friday I'm talking about the joy of living.
0: Well, I'll tell you, you know, after talking about the economic situation, (laughs) I'm even going to tune into that show.
1: Well, actually, you know, that's kind of what I was trying to get at earlier, is that because we tend to be in fear of change, we, you know, we go in the wrong direction sometimes, this these changes that we're in the midst of are actually here to help us in a huge way. But whenever we're in fear, we actually are attracting to us exactly what we are fearing. Right. So I do teach prosperity training as well. And the Joy of Living show that I'm going to give this Friday is just about how you can do some certain things to start partnering with joy instead of fear and anxiety and stress, and that will bring a lot more prosperity to you.
0: And you also uh, work with people on prosperity tips. I mean, part of what you do is help people uh, not only bring uh, into their lives more abundance, but how to be in that state of mind, you know, despite what's going on in the world.
1: Yes, exactly, because even during the Great Depression, there were many people, many people who did very, very well for themselves during that period. Right. And so it's really a matter of our own energy. And really, money is nothing more than a form of energy, and it responds to our energy. So there are lots of ways for us to energetically pull money to us or push it away, depending on how we're feeling. And so uh, there's been a lot of research that has shown that We're literally creating more of whatever we feel. So if we feel like, oh, I don't have enough money or I can't get enough money or I can't make ends meet or whatever, we're literally telling the universe at every moment that we're saying or thinking or feeling that that to send us less money. We're literally telling the universe to send us less money. So a lot of what happens to us occurs at the energetic level. It really doesn't matter so much, you know, you you could have a great resume, (laughs) you you could have a lot of good job skills, but you know, if you really expect that you can't get the money, the universe will not send it to you because you're telling the universe not to send it to you and the universe is set up to give you whatever you you want. (laughs) So a lot of it just has to do with our focus.
0: And you know, it's funny you mentioned that. I was on a call with someone today and, you know, he was um, talking about where he is in his life, and he was saying, you know, I need to go out, and I need to go do this so I could get stronger, and then once I go do this and I get stronger, then I'll come back. And I'm like, okay, so that must mean you're weak right now.
1: <laughs> that was a very good comment.
0: Well, I mean, but that isn't, you know, we don't really uh, understand how we talk ourselves down, yeah, and that's part of the work that you do because you know by making a statement that I need to go off and do this thing, and I've said this to myself. You know, I could go back in time in my own life and look uh-huh. at this, and we don't want to do that. You know, as a matter of fact, I was corrected the other day, right on the radio on, uh, on my own daily show, uh-huh. by a woman that said you have to stop saying that. <laughs> you have to start talking about uh, people paying you to do the Dr. Pat show. And I think that's just part of the subtle way that you help people uh, as well. I mean, isn't this, Madeline, I want to ask you as we wind down, a lot of talk about vibration, yeah. a lot of talk about energy. Yeah. And, you know, now I think the conversation about vibration and energy is getting the attention of the mainstream.
1: Yes, it is now that we've had, you know, The Secret come out and Oprah, uh, sponsored, uh, that show on The Secret. So a lot of people are becoming aware of energy and vibration for the first time. And it's really an important piece. I think Greg Braden did quite a lot of work in that area to really help. Uh, you know, Bruce Lipton did some great work on the biology of belief and, and actually, uh, helping us to understand the science behind how our thoughts translate into physical matter. So there is a lot of information out there now from both science and metaphysics that is helping us to understand how we are living in a vibrational universe. And what we are asking for, we are literally praying to the universe, God, Goddess, whatever word you want to use, at every moment with our feelings. And most of us are walking around totally unaware of it, totally unaware of what we're telling the universe that we want. And if we understood it more clearly, we would make different choices.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that's a really good point, because when all is said and done, uh, and Madeline, I know I can't wait to you do your show on Friday, <laughs> um, but when all is said and done, we can choose our emotional platform.
1: Yes, exactly right, yes. And, and you know you know if uh, i have a a bad situation occur you know i i might feel down about it for a while and then i'll think well you know i can make a different choice and right. and then i i will make a different choice i'll put on music that i love that makes me feel happy i'll i'll think about something i'll go take a walk but something i'll do something that pulls me out of that and makes me feel better and i might even uh hopefully get myself to a point where I choose a different perspective about the situation that does make me feel better. And that's where, ideally, I always want to be.
0: You know, Madeline, if people want to call you directly um, and set up uh, um, a one-on-one consultation or um, just talk to you more about the work that you do, is Uh there a a good number we can give out? Oh,
1: yes. My toll-free number, which is 877 524 8300, that's 877-524-8300. It works in a few countries. I believe it works in Canada, and I'm not sure about Mexico. Uh, but if you're trying to call from another country, the local number is 360-474-1149. 360 474 Four,
0: nine. And there's always the website. Um, if yeah. you go to the website polarisbusinessguides.com, yeah. uh, yeah. you'll get a lot of information um, on this website. Sign up for the newsletter because then you'll be able to stay on top of not only the radio show that Madeline's doing, but also you know, some of the trends, things going on in the world. Uh, I had a very interesting experience. I wanted to ask you about it because it has to do with the vibration. It has to do with the energy. Okay. There have been two people that, that Bobby has been trying to schedule for, oh, I would say years at this point. <laughs> um, okay. But one of them is Jack Canfield, who I've okay. interviewed before, but since his, um, you know, being in the secret, um, he's really difficult, only doing television. Television. Oh.
1: The, yeah. oh okay. the other
0: person is Louise Hay. Oh, okay. And Louise Hay, as many folks know, she is the creator, founder of Hay House Publishing, and recently you probably saw her on Oprah. Mm-hmm. Very interesting enough, we got word the other day that both of these people are going to be on uh, the Dr. Pat Show. Oh,
2: fabulous. Uh, uh, yeah.
0: Louise Hay is actually going to be on... Tomorrow for a full hour.
2: Oh,
1: wonderful! Yep,
0: live and Jack. I'm actually doing a pre-recorded tomorrow. Oh, fantastic! So I got to ask you, what's up with tomorrow?
1: Well, that's that's a great question. Actually, uh, tomorrow and uh, Friday and Saturday are the three best days that we have for the until probably June
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, and late June at that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've I've been doing new company starts for Friday and uh, Saturday and uh, you know it's just there are such rare uh, uh, times that we get this particular lineup that we're going to have on Friday which is a, um, a what do you would call it? actually it's uh, here at Thursday Friday Saturday and uh, Friday it's also uh, emphasized a little bit more by the moon So, this is what we call a mystic rectangle. It means there are four planets, they are all talking to each other, Uh, two sets of them are opposite each other, but then they are also trine and sextile to each other, which means there's nice easy ways around all of the obstacles. There are multiple easy ways that you can get things done easily, uh, tomorrow and Friday and Saturday in particular.
0: Well, I, you know, I, I, I knew there was some reason behind this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: it's, it's you know, from your really, perspective, which yeah, is very interesting.
0: So, is this a time for people that were wanting to start things to kind of go out and get started?
1: Yes, this, this okay. is a really good time to get things started. Yes, and and next month uh, we'll have the new moon in Aries on the fifth, and so uh, and Mars will actually get into new territory. Uh, at that time I think the third or the fourth. so so you know even even next month is is excellent excellent time to start things too. but this is the first month in probably since uh, October that we haven't had a retrograde of one of the inner planets. So we went Venus retrograde, we went Mercury retrograde, we went Mars retrograde, we went Mercury retrograde. And it was just you know one thing after another, so it was extremely challenging for the last six or eight months.
0: But Uh, now we're kind of freed up, so it sounds like this is a time to like fasten our seatbelts or take some extra vitamin B.
1: Yes, (laughs) that's a great suggestion. Yes, yes, it's it's really a good time.
0: Now, let's make sure everyone knows about the good timing guides and the fact that they can buy these online. Oh, okay. Um and I and and I want to thank you for joining us here today. This has been absolutely phenomenal. Um and I want to make sure that everyone knows um that if you go to the com website, uh you'll be able to find out when uh, Madeline is on, listen to her show live through the internet, um or, or if you're in the Seattle area, you definitely could listen to it in your car or your home, uh, as well as the Dr. Pat show. But, you know, as we step back and take a look at this in the Good Timing Guide, um, I would love for you to uh, share with our listeners, you know, the benefit of the Good Timing Guide and, uh, most importantly, um, uh, how that's helped other people.
1: Okay. Well, the benefit, the primary benefit of the Good Timing Guide is that you can know what time it is without knowing astrology. It's all color-coded in simple colors like red, green, yellow, blue, (laughs) a little bit of orange here and there. So it's all very, it's easy to read. It's set up so that you know, you know, if you're doing something major and it would be considered a new start, you can know what the finish line is. In other words, you'll know what the final result is, whether it's good or challenging or fruitless. Um, You can know, you know, whether it's a good time for promotions, marketing, communications, training, travel, Contracts, negotiations, relationships, uh, whether it's a good promotional day, a good time to invest I mean there are numerous numerous uses for it, and people have uh, rec- there's recommended job practices in there as well as uh, information about the codes themselves, And so you can just look and, you know, if you're in advertising, for example, you can look under advertising services and strategies. Or if you're going to buy advertising, you could look under there and and you could see, you know, here's what I should choose for a date uh, to advertise and get the best result. And people who use the Good Timing Guide, I, I can't tell you how many people call me up or send me emails and say, Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, because my business works so much, much better now that I follow the Good Timing Guide, and and one of the most important things about the Good Timing Guide is that it shows you the timeout periods that happen every week. So there are roughly three timeouts per week, and during these periods, which can last anywhere from a few minutes to up to two days, uh, but during these periods, uh, when we push forward and try to make something happen during these time periods, we were, were rewarded with nothing. Literally, the meaning of a timeout period is nothing comes of it. And so, <clears throat> if we can avoid doing those important things during these gestational periods, because you you really wouldn't want to have a baby before it's ready to be born, anyways. But that's what we're always trying to do. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> you know. And so, if if you could if you could imagine that you would not do that, and uh, you would be much, much more successful. I estimate that businesses lose between billions and trillions of dollars every year just by not paying attention to time-out periods.
0: And you know, a lot of us can feel it. Yeah. A lot of us can feel it, and we decide that we are going to push the boulder uphill anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's not helpful. not helpful. Not at all. Yeah, and the nice thing about the good timing guys, although you can... F- a lot of us learn how to feel it in the moment. The Good Timing Guide lets you know in advance when those periods are going to hit. So you can just avoid setting up important appointments and, and important events during those periods.
0: Wow. Marilyn, thank you so much for joining us here tonight. Um, I want to make sure that everybody does have your website again, and I'm going to give that out www.polarisbusinessguides.com polarisbusinessguides.com. What is your personal message for our listeners tonight?
1: I would say always do whatever you can to stay in joy through this time of great change. Follow your joy and you will be just fine.
0: Thank you so much. I love that. Thank you, Madeline Gurwalt, for joining so us here today. Uh, wow! And don't forget to check out our show on Friday, and certainly don't forget to check out the Dr. Pat Show uh, weekly schedule of um, uh, all the times we're on. We're on 15 hours live each week. You can go to www.thedrpatshow.com, and especially this hour right here on BBS Radio. We want to thank everybody for tuning in. We want to thank our great callers for calling in, and until next week. Remember, as we say here on the Dr. Pat Show. Hold your head up high and step in to your magnificence. We'll see you next week.